honestly. should be our new intro honestly it should i think it's very significant to who we are it's important it's an important part of our shared culture i think yes that Just one saying. video of us losing our minds because the dinosaur looks like ted cruz the dinosaur looks exactly like ted cruz it's uncanny at this point that came up on my snapchat memories there not that long ago <laughs> I and i was like it. wow it's so funny and an iconic i oh, remember iconic seeing moment. each other in person wow i remember hanging out in the same place indoors wow remember that being legal <laughs> Remember now not living in a police state. <laughs> that was fun. Um, oh, nice. Ontario. <laughs> oh, Canada. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Honestly. A podcast. With Zoe and Logan. That was Logan. And that was Zoe. Oh my god, we're almost ready for our TV show. <laughs> Any day now. Come on. Let's do it. We we have a great idea for a TV show. We're not going to tell any of you because no. we don't want you to steal it. Because it will absolutely be stolen because it's brilliant. It's a brilliant idea. So just know that we are like putting that out. We are manifesting, <laughs> manifesting. it. Um, and watch out. Watch this space. <laughs> watch this space for when we're institutionalized. Which any day now. <laughs> we're just countdown. <sighs> How are you? <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> I'm okay. You know? Yeah. Just, um... Same old, same old. Yeah, no, I mean, like, things are pretty bleak. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, they're bad. They've gotten significantly worse. <laughs> um, That's really all that can be said. No, like, fully just, like, woke up to a fucking winter wonderland this morning. Yes, it decided to drop a bunch of snow. I thought it was, like I said earlier, I thought it was going to be, like, a dusting. Yeah, like, a few flurries. I wasn't expecting to wake up and have it be fully snowing with, like, snow on the ground. Like, a substantial amount that has, like, stuck. Yeah. Um, Now it looks like spring again outside. Yeah. Everything has melted. It's, um, I mean, I don't want to get into weather discourse. We were literally <laughs> just talking about how boring this is, but... Um, Not when we do it. <laughs> the winter wonderland this morning really just kind of felt like, um... It was like, of course, of course. It was like a nice little spit in the face. Yeah, no, that's exactly like, oh, it. oh, are you feeling bad? Are you feeling bad? <laughs> just like really some salt in the wound it was just like yeah no bleak weather for bleak everything else that sounds right yeah so you know surviving in a world that sometimes seems challenging (laughs) etc how are you um very much the same Mm -hmm. um as mentioned a couple seconds ago um ontario very much police state action happening um Ford went, what if carding came back? (laughs) 
what if he was he like just got rid of that he was like carding is making a huge comeback <laughs> um so that that's something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's something to consider yeah. mm-hmm. um <laughs> real fun real great stuff vaccine rollout still still doing what it's doing <laughs> it's non-existent mm-hmm. um a friend of ours who we went to high school with posted on twitter about how she checks like her local vaccine website every day like she's trying to get concert <laughs> tickets and I was like why is that that's literally it. what it feels like though that's it it's that same like high pressure situation yep. and you're like you're like oh my, oh god, my god I need to I got it it was just there it was like, just there I just had it new appointments <laughs> drop at <laughs> Do you have a code? <laughs> you have early yourself. access code. Like that's what's like that's what's next. Honestly, no, it is. like <laughs> it's like if you have an American Express black card, you can get your vaccine early. Like, like fully dystopian. Like wow. It just when you think it can't get worse, something does, and that's been that's been twenty twenty. 2021's motto it's like you um, thought it was bad honestly just wait. I'd roll that back even 20, further yeah a 2018 2019 20, 2020 yeah. 2021 they're like it looks bleak <clears throat> consider this 2021 but wait it gets There's worse <laughs> you may also receive COVID <laughs> a police state not being able to see your friends and family for no, upwards like of a year. It's like illegal to leave your homes right now. Yeah. Like you you it's... can't leave unless you're going to get like groceries or go to the pharmacy or like get exercise, quote unquote. But if people like if the police see you outside, they can literally just stop you and ask you for ID. <laughs> and you can be fined $750. If they just decide that you weren't going for a walk, even if you say to them, I was getting exercise, they could be like, mm, <laughs> I like, don't think so. Literally, if they like, just like, don't believe you. <laughs> so that's great. That will, I see nothing wrong with that. No, no. problems will come from I that at see all. see how that could negatively impact any sort of marginalized communities. No, no, no. Historically, the police have never done wrong. And I think that's important to know. They have always used their power for responsibly good, <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, it's just insane it's so crazy and I know we were talking about this like not that long ago mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was on the pod or off the pod but or a little bit of both <laughs> but like last year first quarantine birthday mm-hmm. I was like okay it is what it is it was only like the second month of like doing a lockdown so I was like right. whatever it's not that bad now <laughs> Now we're a year, over a year in, Mm -hmm. and I thought, certainly, if I were to have a quarantine birthday again, it would be one that where I was able to see at least you, at least my sister. No. No. (laughs) It's a big old no on that one. Now it's actually a crime. (laughs) (laughs) On top of just being like no you shouldn't be seeing mm-hmm. people it's like and if you do you will get fined um yeah 750 dollars it's crazy because like this time last year it was like right okay like your birthday gonna be spent in quarantine like mm-hmm. that sucks 
But I don't think we thought this was still going to be going on a year later. No. And the fact that not only is it still going on a year later, but it's now somehow even worse. (laughs) Is deranged. Um, so that's fun. We're just ramping up to birthday, which is like already, I always feel weird on my birthday regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very, I saw a TikTok that it was like me on everyone else's birthday and it's like <laughs> a person like so excited and then it's like me on my own birthday. It's just them like crying and I'm like, that's it. So already a weird time. And then they're like, no, you can't do literally a single thing. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Oh, Great. That, okay. that helps. That's, that's, I feel good about that. thank you hanging in there (laughs) doing the best we can yeah no things are going well (laughs) have you been enjoying any content any content been getting you through (laughs) these trying times I um, am on the episode of The Office right now, my Office rewatch mm. with um, Robert California's um, I Will Not Be Blackmailed <laughs> by some ineffectual, ineffectual. privileged, effete, soft-penis debutant. <laughs> like, I have it, like, I was watching it at lunch, mm. and then I had to go back to work, so I press pause, like, right before that part, so uh. I'm like... The anticipation of that is getting me through. Something to look forward to. It's so good. It's so good. I'm the fucking lizard (laughs) king. You don't even know my real name. (laughs) Um, Also, on the 16th, um, Greta Van Fleet's new album came out. Okay, GVF. That's exciting. Very long title. (laughs) It is The Battle at Garden's Gate. I don't okay. understand okay. what they're going for, but it is very good. I do yeah. enjoy them. Any any favorite songs off of the new I album? Like the one that I sent you, Stardust Chords. Is good. Yeah, I like to screaming. Um, yes, that's it's fun. It has a little something yeah. that I enjoy. No, <laughs> I just like I do quality. I do enjoy. <laughs> I do enjoy the banshee quality. The <laughs> The yodels, the banshee quality. Am I getting people to listen? I think so. I think you're really selling it. I think so. There's also, uh, is it, I don't know if it's Trip the Light Fantastic or Tripping the Light Fantastic. I don't remember, but that one is also very good. I, babies. It's good. Mm -hmm. I like it. (laughs) Will they be making an appearance on our monthly playlist again? I think so. (laughs) We gave them a little break. Were they not on? Oh, no, they weren't on last month. You're right. You're right. There's no Greta Van Fleet. So Um, now they're back. Back back in full force. (laughs) They'll be there. (laughs) Get ready to find a place for them. That's exciting. I'm glad. I'm happy that their album came out. I feel like I'm I'm like waiting for like a a good new album to come out from like artists that I like. So um, I can't wait to have something that I can listen to endlessly like that. (laughs) Just... I kind of like I knew it was coming out in April like months ago and then as it got closer I kind of like forgot and then all of a sudden I was like oh that comes out tomorrow (laughs) that's like the best because like nothing's worse than like when you're anticipating something and so like it feels like it takes forever and it's like so far away and you're like yeah you're like I have to wait like six months for that to come out it's the best like when you completely forget and then you're like oh it's already out or like oh it comes out tomorrow (laughs) and they're doing like all these like late night show performances and stuff so it's like fun to watch those so that that's some content for you that's really it other than 
the office criminal minds mm-hmm, mm-hmm. resident alien <laughs> right criminal minds which was completely infiltrated yeah by instagram i'm sorry <laughs> and i can't answer for myself but i don't that understand. is my fault i don't understand the algorithms work against me because like there is content that i am like actively <laughs> trying to seek out and like TikTok won't give it to me. Instagram won't give it to me. But Zoe will send me like one thing regarding Matthew Gray Goobler. And all of a sudden, my entire Instagram explore page and TikTok for you page (laughs) is just like all about him. (laughs) It's because they're like, oh, this person, Logan here, supports Mm -hmm. this person, Zoe here. And this is what Zoe's getting up to. And then it's like, so Logan must want that. I'm and like, it's what like about no me? what about she my interests <laughs> I have to seek out I have to use my powers for good yeah, <laughs> instead of do. evil and send you I'm gonna seek it out for you well, and send it to you so that it will show up I'm gonna on your this. explore page. um yeah Maybe. it was just all of a sudden like a flick of a switch all of a sudden Instagram was like oh you like criminal minds I was like I do, I do. um <laughs> thank you for noticing and they're like you like criminal minds <laughs> No, when we said you like it, you like it. I was like, like you okay. like like it. <laughs> okay, this is interesting. This yeah. is inter- this is new for me on my explore page. <laughs> TikTok has become like too much now. Mm. It's just like the algorithm's like too specific <laughs> where I yeah. feel attacked a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just I get other people's stuff on there that I <laughs> I don't I didn't want. ask for. I have no interest, but no. I'm getting a lot of it. Like TikTok knows that I have like big titties. Like that's like this <laughs> yes. like the specificity that we're dealing yeah. with. Like TikTok yeah. knows my bra size, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think that they do. They're like, oh, you're fat. Here's a TikTok about being fat. I'm like, I am. I am. <laughs> then it's like all chihuahuas. And I'm like, I did have one, yes. Thank it's, you. It's also just like it's like you're fat and also like like scrawny guys. Here yeah, you go. it's too it's too Here much. You go. It's too much. And then we made our TikToks. Um, we made our personal TikToks about celebrity crushes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now TikTok knows that about me. So mm. I'm getting more of the other people. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh-huh. like, okay. I Once again, TikTok um, refuses to listen to me. <laughs> I think they just they just know that it would be they can't have to us save both me. Down They're trying hole. to save me. <laughs> They're like one of you has to be five. Yeah, I'm like the designated driver, but like the designated like not being extremely thirsty all the time. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. You want the TikTok you want to be on? It's I mean, you should now. try. I mean, like, I've Send tried. You I've tried I get, to be. It doesn't work. I get TikToks of people you like. I don't know. I TikTok, don't know how I got there. I don't know. I I don't know. I think TikTok thinks I'm gay. I think that's part of the problem. Oh, I get those <laughs> like, all the time, too. Like, I'm, like, really on, like, the queer side of yeah, TikTok, same. which, like, I love and appreciate. But, like... They're like, you have no male interests. And I was like, that's not true. Not true. <laughs> They're like, you hate men. I was like, okay, well, there's like a few that I wouldn't mind seeing. I saw I saw a TikTok day, speaking of that, mm. where it was this girl and it was like, if you see a guy 
and your first thought is like, I hope he likes me, you're not straight. And I was like, what? No, I'm just incredibly (laughs) self-conscious. Like, that's nothing to do with that. I feel like there are so many things like that where people make like such like broad statements and then I'm just like, well, damn, I guess. (laughs) I thought of it like that. But that one was so funny to me because it's like, what do you mean? Like, that's, I'm just like self-conscious. I just want everyone to like me. (laughs) Like, I have extreme anxiety where I fear people are mad at me constantly. This has nothing to do with it. You're like, I'm sorry. That's just, that's, I'm I'm something else. I'm going through something else right now. So, so, like the comments on it too were like, no, like (laughs) this one is no. No. Oh, it was so funny. I was like, okay. What about you, content? Why? Thank you. Thank you for asking. Um, I think I made I wrote some things down. Excuse me. <clears throat> oh, I read two books. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll hold for applause. Thank you. <laughs> this um <laughs> I read two books. I read one called the Cheerleaders by Kara Thomas, um, which was very good. Definitely enjoyed it. A little murder mystery moment. Um, it's like five cheerleaders in this town, like all died kind of under somewhat mysterious circumstances. Like two died in a car accident, two were murdered, and then the final one um, committed suicide. And so then like five years later, the sister of one of the cheerleaders is like, trying to figure out like what really happened because like they thought they caught the guy who like murdered the two cheerleaders but then like it turns out it wasn't him it was somebody else and then there's like was the car accident really a car accident or was there something else it was very good it was like twisty and turny like I didn't know it was coming and it like made me go like oh my god a few times so I actually really enjoyed that and then the other one that I read was called genuine fraud by E. Lockhart um and it was fine it was like not as it was like also like a mystery thriller type thing but it wasn't particularly mysterious or thrilling (laughs) it was it had two jobs and it it didn't really do either it was kind of written in an interesting style it basically was written backwards so like you start at the very end and then like it gets it works backwards from there which I thought was kind of like interesting like I didn't dislike that writing style but I don't know if it was because like of the way that it was written but like you like you just like every I was able to like figure everything out before it happened yeah like a chapter two before I was like oh this like this person dies you know like it was so like nothing was particularly like like it didn't make me go like oh didn't see that coming um yeah also (laughs) I like posted about it on Instagram but it's literally just the exact same plot (laughs) as the talented Mr. Ripley which like I haven't seen the movie but like I know like the general plot of it it's the exact like the exact same just with like female protagonists um and then like there's like an author's note at the end of the book where the author is like I was like inspired by the talented Mr. Ripley and I was like no we can tell (laughs) No, like, I got that impression. You didn't need to say it. Like, so it was just, like, like very much... I'm just, like, I could have just, like, watched that movie, and I think it would have been fine. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it was, like, enjoyable to read. It was, like, quick. I, like, finished it in, like, a day. Um, But 
also like the main character her name's jewel but she like takes on like the identity of this other girl um but like by the end you really have like no idea like why she did any of the things (laughs) she did like I'm just like what like what like compelled her to do this like what drove her to this point like I just feel like we didn't get enough like backstory (laughs) they were like okay so this is like a mystery but the Mm. mystery is actually that you don't know the motivation for any of the characters so like okay like spoiler alert like I'm like I'm gonna like go into like more detail here so like tell me sorry to anybody who like wants to read this (laughs) but like trust me it's like you can skip it it's fine but like basically she like working from the end to the beginning basically she kind of is like this like interloper person and she's like really good at like accents and like she has like a photographic memory and stuff like that and she's like I don't know like kind of a grifter I guess um but she gets mistaken for a friend of this woman's daughter and then the woman is like oh my goodness like my daughter dropped out of college and you know she's like run off to Martha's Vineyard like do you think you could go out there and find her and just like make sure she's okay and so it's like Jewel who like doesn't actually know this woman's daughter at all is like oh sure and like goes along with this whole charade and like befriends this girl named Imogene by pretending that they like went had gone to school together and like whatever and she like enters into her life she ends up killing Imogene so like sorry for the spoiler and then she also ends up killing like another person but it's like you meet her just before she gets like roped into all of this by like Imogene's mom but like there's no explanation like but how did she get to this point where she's like willing to like go and pretend that she like knows these people and like completely like worm her way into their lives and then like inevitably kill like it I just I needed more I needed more about Jewel like, what was <laughs> what was the deciding moment like, what where was you're the like motivation yeah. you know That's it was frustrating so also I should have known because like so I ordered these books off of a website called book outlet um yeah. where you can get like really like cheap discounted books and so I was just kind of like getting like ones that had been on my to read list for a while and I was like whatever um and like I this one hadn't been on my to read list but I think like maybe one like another book by the same author had or something but I was like that one wasn't available so I was like oh I'll just get this it sounds interesting enough but then like when I got the book and I was like looking at it on the back it had like a little like pull quote from Lena Dunham I should have known that this was not the book for me oh no like she was like she was like this is the feminist thriller that we need (laughs) I was like babe it wasn't but it wasn't it wasn't so just like her her outfits her collection Mm. was like the moment in the same way (laughs) very that so two books I would definitely recommend the cheerleaders that was a good murder mystery yeah I liked that but you can skip genuine fraud (laughs) it was genuinely fraud it was genuinely not that great i gave it three stars which it was fine i I mean you should leave a deranged goodreads review i think we should do that together me having never read it let's oh my god wait there's one more thing i want to mention but that just reminded me so my friend melissa our friend melissa yes um she came to stay with me in university in first year because Tegan and Sarah were playing yes, a concert at my university and she was a huge Tegan and Sarah fan and so she came and stayed with me overnight and we ended up watching like 
some movie on Netflix. I feel like it was some sort of like shark movie and like Paul yeah. Leslie was in it maybe. Um, but like we just, I don't even think we finished watching it, but we just started, this was back when you could write reviews on Netflix yes. you know, these days. Yeah. We just like wrote like the most deranged review for this movie. Ugh, oh, that just reminds me comedy. of that. Like we just like really like went in and like wrote like this crazy review about this movie that I don't think we even watched. (laughs) That's beautiful. I think that's very important. And I think we should do that. It's important. (laughs) With good readers. We should. Um, So those books. Also, I've started watching. It was a long time coming, but we all knew it was going to happen at some point. I've started watching Succession. (laughs) Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. New obsession I thought time. So. I had an inkling based <laughs> on you? things that I saw on Twitter. I was going to ask you because I kept seeing tweets where it said like Logan liked and yeah. it was like succession related. Oh I was my like, God. I think she's. That's so funny. God yeah. did. No, I um, I'm officially succession hive. Please, <laughs> please talk to me about succession. Um, Yeah. No, I'm like only on the first season, like maybe halfway yeah. through the first season. Um, it's so good. You know, I love a good prestige drama about know. white people behaving badly. <laughs> That's what it. I live for. It's the moment. It is the moment. Um, so I'm very excited. I've been wanting to watch it for ages and I just, it felt like the right time to dive in. So stay what tuned else is for, going on? Stay tuned for my thoughts and feelings on that. Once I get through the first two seasons, I think season three is like coming out maybe sometime this year. I don't know. Um, so that's fun and fresh. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I love that. I love like the context clues. <laughs> I was like, I think it's happened. I think it's finally happened. I also like thought that it was just like something you had already watched a little bit, but then I was like, I mean, no. it, it does like fit my because like billions preferred genre of TV. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's also delightful because the um, the patriarch of the family in succession, his name is Logan. Ah! So that makes me happy. Wow. It's very like strange watching a show where somebody has the same name as you. It is. I've never experienced that. Up <laughs> it until- is. I've never experienced that. Yes, I have. Why am I lying? <laughs> Isn't it Gilmore Girl? Someone's name Logan. And also Veronica Mars. Like two shows. You're a liar. Like you're I've lying to me. that before this is so weird it's My very brain. it's very disconcerting to hear people say your name on tv because yeah. i just feel like in real life people don't say your name that much like no, if they're exactly. talking to you you don't say someone's name that often yeah so when you're watching a show and someone has the same name as you it really throws me off like it i'm is. just i'm sitting there like it's so weird edge. yeah because it's like obviously it's just like my mom and I and so it's like we're only ever talking to each other it's not like there's like a third person in the household where you would have to differentiate like who you're speaking to so it is it's so weird when somebody says my name and then it's like like I'll be like talking about an episode with my mom or something and I'll be like Logan did this I'm like why do I sound like I'm talking about myself in the third person I'm not think you should start though that could be a fun I mean, pivot that could be fun logan's doing her little podcast <laughs> logan's doing your little podcast um but yeah so loving loving that loving succession very very much here for it um so yeah yeah content queen hell yeah 
oh actually this isn't like content but it was just kind of like related so I saw this funny tick not funny that's probably not the right word for it but I like saw a tiktok about is this woman talking about how like the thing that you and I always talk about where it's just like oh like we don't like read very much anymore like we used to read a lot when we were like younger and like now we don't whatever and she was talking about how like so many adults say that that it's like hard for them to like read for enjoyment now Mm -hmm. and she was like honestly my biggest piece of advice is like read things that you were interested in at like your peak reading phase when you were a kid yeah because that's like that's what you associate with like enjoying reading yeah that's honestly so so true let me dive into vampire books right but it's like because like I read both of those books like over the last couple of days and it's just like they're like mysteries and I read like a lot like I loved like the pretty little liars books when I was younger and so it's like anything with like a good mystery I love like even to this day like that's the stuff that I'll like get through so quickly and that I really enjoy and I'm like I think there is a lot of truth to that same with like any sort of like like rom-commy thing like I loved stuff like that when I was younger like YA novels like that so it's so good I think that's such a good piece of advice for people who are like trying to get back into reading but like can't read stuff that like they think they should be reading yeah. it's just like okay like you don't need to try to sit down Pick and up read, a YA like, novel yeah it. just like read something fun read something that you would have enjoyed when you were like 13 yeah and go no, from that there makes so much sense right so I thought that was just like a fun piece of advice so if any of our listeners are in the same boat where you're like oh god I can't read anymore like I don't have the focus for it like I'm not interested it's just like try reading something Start fun <laughs> that you're younger self would enjoy <laughs> that's so good yeah I like that so wisdom via tiktok <laughs> it has a lot of that I will say I mean sometimes tiktok they... teaches us things There's some about truth. ourselves <laughs> about each other mm-hmm. based on things that other people like pop up and you're like okay someone put that there I'm <laughs> yes, learning someone put that there <laughs> I am learning <laughs> What's going on in the world, Logan? What's wow. going on? Wow, wow, wow. I don't know. Where do you where do you want to start? I have a lot of things <laughs> written down. Um, some connected, mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. not. Um, do you want to start with, with Jeff? Jeff's documentary. Let's <laughs> Jeff's docu-series. Docu-series because every YouTuber has to have one. Yeah. That is like the natural progression of like YouTubers at this point. <laughs> it's like prank videos or vlogs <laughs> mm-hmm. into scandal. Scandal breaks into docu-series. Yes. The, yeah, like, it is. It's like always like the post-scandal move. It's like it's I've come scandal. through the other side and now I'm ready to make a docu-series. It literally that's the scandal to docu-series pipeline. <laughs> like that's, that's that's what happens. That is unfortunately like so true. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Jeff Wittick, formerly of the Vlog Squad. Man who never read. The man who never <laughs> read, famously. Um, he has started posting this multi-part docu-style series on his net- Netflix channel? No, babe. His YouTube channel? <laughs> Imagine if it was on Netflix. I mean, like, that's the next step. Like, it honestly, it's only a matter of time. It, it is. Um... 
but like he basically the whole reason like Zoe and I watched it is because it was like oh he's gonna talk about the accident he's gonna talk about like how he got injured and like the tea behind and that. above all else we are nosy <laughs> I mean, like at the like, end of the day <laughs> we just are two nosy bitches who want to know what's going on yes. um and so I like went into it thinking it was going to be like a fairly like simple video. Like, yeah, this is what happened. I thought it was just going to be him sitting down and like saying like that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for and what then, came like, next. It turns out that it's like this very like high quality, well produced, well edited documentary style video yeah. of him like talking about like his early life and like his upbringing and stuff. His criminal history his, his history is a criminal mastermind <laughs> his drug kingpin that was like i know you and i already talked about this but that was truly like one of the bigger revelations in that first part was like i obviously knew that he had a history like dealing drugs that mm-hmm. he had been arrested for it but like i thought it was just like he had been like dealing some weed and like whatever like yeah but it was like, i didn't realize the extent of it it was big time <laughs> it was it was, he was going to go to jail for a long time, but they went into his apartment without a warrant. So, that, like, okay, this man has horseshoes up his ass. Yes. Like, you're telling absolutely. me that you could have been put away for at least 15 years yeah. for, like, felony drug charges, and it gets dropped because they went in without a warrant? Yeah. The luck. Like, <laughs> just... Someone is on his side. <laughs> and then, like, even with, like the accident that like he didn't get into yet but like there's the accident there's like foreshadowing but it's just like even with that he is so lucky to have survived that so i don't know jeff someone's looking out for you (laughs) there's something at play there because like he given the extent of his injuries it sounds like he should not be with us anymore like like truly a miracle i think that he like made it out of that it's crazy, but in the in the uh, the video, mm. you see that David was um, operating mm-hmm. the heavy machinery mm-hmm. that caused the accident. So that will be interesting to dive into, yeah, as it comes out. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, because I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or not, but like the speculation was, and it's like basically been confirmed based on the mm-hmm. footage that Jeff put in his first video was that they were out on a lake filming some sort of stunt for a video Mm -hmm. um and it involved an excavator thingy i'm not a construction worker i don't know (laughs) no you are um (laughs) and like swinging somebody around on the excavator which seems brilliant and like nothing could possibly go wrong with a bunch of stupid (laughs) youtubers and heavy equipment like when you and i were talking about this like a few weeks ago I, once again, I am so grateful for my anxiety sometimes. Yes. <laughs> because it saved us. It, like, truly sometimes, like, it's self-preservation sometimes. Because <laughs> never would that happen. Couldn't no. be me. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Um, so, yeah, like, they were, like, swinging people around on this excavator. And, like, Jeff was on it. And something happens. And he gets, like, thrown off of it. And basically like, ends up in the water Sounds like people thought he was, like, just dead. Dead. Just on impact. Um, But, yeah, like Zoe said in the clip, you can see that David was the one operating it, at least at one point in time. 
Um, so that's interesting. <laughs> that's very interesting. And they were talking about it on Frenemies this week. And it's just like, it might be one of those situations where like Jeff doesn't have to press charges for David to get in trouble. Like it might yeah. just be like a, you have video footage of you operating something you have no business operating. Yeah, because like Ethan made such a good point about like you need a special license to yeah. operate machinery like that. Like it's not like anyone can just like hop on and be Rent like, right. an excavator. <laughs> we start excavating. Like that requires like some sort of like prior knowledge and like certification to operate yeah. that. So it's like the fact that a random person, like I don't want to make assumptions, but I don't think David has his excavator license. <laughs> Something tells me. I have an inkling. But the fact that you were, like, operating this, like, serious piece of machinery yeah, to do a stupid trick and somebody got so severely injured. That they could have died. Ay, ay, ay. I, mm, I no. can't even imagine. So that will be interesting to follow. Um, mm-hmm. We were talking about this like off the pod, but I we're very worried <laughs> that it might take a turn of like David redemption arc. Like, like that's not what we're looking for. It's not. If anything, it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, because like when Jeff per- posted the first part of the series, I like went on Instagram to see if him and David were still fo- or if he was still following David. Yeah. And he is. So I'm like, okay, like you're clearly still friendly enough that you're yeah. like following him, which makes me kind of wary. Um, and just like given like how Jeff reacted after like the insider story and all of that, I'm just like, how loyal are you still to yeah. David? Like there's something there. I don't know. I yeah, I don't want it to turn into him being like, actually, David's a really good guy and he paid my medical bills after he almost killed me. Allegedly. And I feel <laughs> like it's either going to be like really honest about what happened and like how mm-hmm. irresponsible David was or it's going to be the complete opposite where it's like, actually, it wasn't his fault, even though he <laughs> came up with the idea and executed it wasn't yeah. his fault because so like, we'll see <laughs> I feel and like this has kind of been like the ongoing issue with like the David of it all is that his little vlog squad minions are so unwilling to admit that he influences them to do yeah. things like it just seems like they're so often like oh no like we just do it because we want to and I'm like even if that's the case like Again, there's like a power imbalance and yeah, a power and dynamic he's making that's it unfair. Possible. And it's like he is responsible for like all of your success. And like obviously you see what happens to other people who like don't want to yeah. be a part of these things. They get kicked to the curb. Some of you are living in his home. Like you obviously don't want that to happen. You want, you know, the money to keep rolling in. So it's like you're gonna do whatever you can to make Daddy Dobrik happy. And if that includes getting yourself fucking flown off of an excavator excavator an excavator (laughs) having a time tonight (laughs) um then like you're gonna do that and it's just like it's so scary also the point that um I think like Ethan and or Trisha made in frenemies this week about how everyone else who was there has remained silent on it that I hadn't even like thought of that it's so (sighs) 
it's so gross to me and scary that there's a world like a very YouTube specific mm. also like there's a world in which you could be involved in and witness maybe not even like be involved but just saw with your own eyes mm-hmm. someone you know who is your friend almost being killed and you just zip zip don't want to get anybody in trouble like that's how like isolating would that feel if you're jeff like if you're the person who like smashed your face has like permanent vision loss and brain damage like that's literally it because it's like obviously like you know david's not gonna say anything because he's like at fault I get why Jeff mm-hmm. wouldn't want to say anything necessarily. He's like going through the healing process and like whatever. But it's like, you know, Todd was there because I'm pretty sure I saw pictures of him and Jeff from around that time. Like Todd was out there. Natalie was probably there. Like who knows how many other people were there? And it's like, none of you are going to say anything. Yeah. Your friend's in the hospital with like life altering. Yeah. It's, he's not going to be the same ever again. Like he has permanent damages to himself like that's insane I just like I can't imagine like it's one thing if like Jeff was genuinely like hey like I don't want anyone talking about this like yeah I want to just like I'll you know tell it like I'll explain what happened like on my own time or whatever I don't think that was the case though I really do feel like it was direction coming from David to like not talk about it keep it under under wraps like nope no one talk about it we can avoid it being another scandal if like everyone's quiet the fact that people wanted to film with him after too like act like nothing was wrong like do mukbangs and stuff like that was mind-boggling to me it's insane it's just like like how often like when we used to watch like david's vlogs and stuff did we say like oh my god like one of these days like someone's going to die like that's the thing like it's always like really dangerous stuff and even like the stuff that at first seems funny like we talked about it before but like all the stuff with like zane Mm. it's like he is like drinking to a level where he's like putting himself in harm's way like consistently when he's like scaling up a balcony like you're videotaping your friends in like very dangerous situations in which like they could injure themselves and have injured themselves really badly and you're just like encouraging that to happen like that one where like Zane hits his head off a table too (gasps) and he's just like pouring like that could have killed him also I like it's so scary and it was like Trisha brought it up but the video where Jonah like does like the motorbike over the pool the motorbike does that make me sound like a hundred years old (laughs) like the motorbike motorbike. um like tries to like jump over the pool and then like it fucking doesn't work because he's not a professional stunt drivers and Jonah gets like like fairly injured from it like I think like they had to take him to the hospital or whatever and it's just like I, I like how many times do people have to get hurt luckily not like super severely up until the case of jeff but it's like that's the thing like like that's what it took like somebody like nearly dying like literally also remember that the one with the guy in the kayak oh yeah like that one feels like especially bad to me because like wasn't the daughter like, yeah, he's mentally ill? Oh, yeah. No, and they it was like, definitely like exploitative. They like got him to go off the roof into the pool in his kayak. Yeah. Like, it's just a lot of 
stop putting people in like harm's way for your like videos for like entry really not not cute not cute no. behavior not a good look um but we will be watching jeff's um netflix docuseries <laughs> he will be <laughs> with baited <on> high alert. <laughs> speaking of things not being cute yes um gabby hannah <laughs> is back with her um the way she is <laughs> i guess Rachel Oates, which I've talked about before, mm-hmm. um, where Gabby sent her her second book to review. Right. And then preemptively started crying and asking her not to post a re- video review, even though that was the point of her sending the, the whole book. point, yeah. Um, I guess Rachel Oates made, like, a parody book of mm. poetry, like, written from the perspective of her dog that she rescued. And it was like pupalescence or something because it's like adult adolescence <laughs> right. Gabby Hanna's book. So it was like the cover looks similar. Like it's it's like obviously a parody book. Yeah. It's like when people did the milk and vine, <laughs> like making fun of Ruby Core. Like it's like obviously a parody. There's a purpose there in that. But like none of the poetry was like mean to Gabby Hanna. That's right. the main thing. The poetry was just, like, very much, like, Gabby Hanna-style poems Mm -hmm. written from the perspective of a rescue dog. Like, that's, (laughs) it's a joke. Like, it was just, like, a cute little joke. Also, like, just as, like, like, an addition on that, like, Gabby's the one who goes on and on about how she's, like, a real artist and she's, like, putting real art out into the world and it's just, like, okay and one of the things that happens when people put art into the world is that people parody it that should be like a compliment <laughs> that is it's like oh, you're such my a real artist is, my thing is so well known mm-hmm. that someone could make a parody of it yeah. and have it make sense but gabby in very much like high school bullies <laughs> fashion, high school fucking bullies, bullies. <laughs> um lost it again publicly um, and went after Rachel Oates in her story. She was screenshotting tweets that she herself had tweeted and then tagging Rachel Oates in it. Mm-hmm. And then made a series of video stories calling out Rachel Oates. And and her main thing, like I might be wrong, but from what I've watched and like what I've seen Rachel Oates talk about on her own Instagram and YouTube mm. and everything is like, I'm pretty sure that Rachel Oates has talked about having autism. Okay. And, like, has posted about, like, oh, like, that makes sense for me, and it's, like, an infographic about, like, people with autism do, like, such and such, right? Sure, yeah. And Gabby was going off on her and saying that she couldn't possibly understand her art because she's neurotypical. And, like, Rachel Oates was like, me of all people, you're going to come at for (laughs) being neurotypical and you don't know, like, a single thing about me. Also, like, you don't have to be, like, I I don't, just because someone's neurotypical doesn't mean, like, that's why they don't get your poetry. It might just be because it's bad. (laughs) Like, that might just be it. But, like, Gabby operates in this world where that is the only thing that is untrue. Like you can say, like she can offer up any other excuse. 
it's never going to be oh my poetry is just bad it's yeah. always like well you're neurotypical so you wouldn't understand it's like no baby no, we understand it's just, bad. it's just not good it was also saying like how it's so like it's so gross that like Rachel Oates would like make this book from the perspective of a dog when like Gabby Hanna's book was from the perspective of like an abused child and it's like when have you ever said that when have you ever said that that was the purpose of your book and the perspective that it was coming from Mm -hmm. and also like I don't think that the parody was parodying that like I don't think that was the parody like the parody was like the style of the writing you know and the cover art again it's like it's the same thing that people do with like Rupi Kaur right it's just like it's the the style of her poetry like the lowercase the like the spacing of everything the little doodles and stuff like that like that's what people parody when they like parody her her art yeah her art (laughs) like that's what honey (laughs) oh stop it that's what Rachel was doing with Gabby like she wasn't making like she wasn't making fun of Gabby's like trauma she was just like parry parodying um the like style of poetry like not the content necessarily and that's what like Gabby was like going off on she was like she said like horrible cruel things about me in her book and it's like you go in and it's just like a dog like it's about a dog (laughs) and like Rachel and her story was putting like side by sides of like well this is what Gabby said that I said and Mm. here's like the poem And it's just, it's just, like, really upsetting to see, like, this person who you know has people around them. Mm -hmm. And the people are just, like, not doing anything to, like, stop her from continually going rogue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and, like, this kind of, like, leads into something else that we are going to talk about. But it's, like, Gabby has what? Like, a million plus followers on instagram yeah like millions probably and rachel oats like while i'm sure she has like a decent following it's like nowhere near the size of no. gabby's and so it's like to put this person on blast for something that you perceive as being like wrong and evil when like i don't think it is <laughs> no it's just like i like that tumblr post that was like it was like, are you open to like constructive criticism? And it's like me already crying. Yeah, sure. What's up? <laughs> like, I understand that like, it's hard to take criticism. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anyone's like really good at getting critiqued, but I don't think I've ever seen someone so publicly bad at handling criticism of herself. Like, I've never seen that before. And it's like, it's startling because it's like, Gabby, you're a writer (laughs) I'll use that term so (laughs) loosely you're able to write words um you have been known to write a word like you put like like music and like poetry books out into the world not every person is going to love them like there people are going to have criticisms and it's like sure do I think sometimes people like shit on Gabby just because she's Gabby yeah absolutely but I also think sometimes the criticism is absolutely warranted it's like if you put a book out into the world people are allowed to critique it it's open for that like that's what you've 
put it out if you didn't want people to offer up their opinions then you never should have published it that's exactly it like the reason you put things out in the world is for other people to like consume it yeah and so they're gonna have criticisms or they're gonna like it like it's not it's it's wild and it just reminds me of like the last the last time like the first book that she put Mm. out and this happened when she was like mad at everyone for critiquing it like her big thing was like wanting wanting people who are like real like book critics and like real Uh like poets she wanted them to deliver critique to her in the form of a compliment sandwich right (laughs) and it's and that was what she kept saying and it's like gabby you're a grown woman now like compliment sandwiches are for like in elementary school when you're marking someone's essay yeah when you switch essays with a friend Mm -hmm. they tell you that so you're not mean to each other like the real like real adult life doesn't work like that no no like that's not how anything has ever worked and would it be nice to get like positive things all the time absolutely no one is like begrudging you wanting to hear nice things about yourself no of course not but when it gets to this level where like you literally can't hear it without having like a meltdown on instagram like something is wrong and someone needs to step in and like tell you to log off for a little bit you would also think like I don't know I'm not I'm not a writer I'm as I've said before I'm never gonna write a book like that's I'm never gonna write a book (laughs) that's not in the cards for me but it's like I have to imagine that people who are like writers for a living whether they write books articles whatever Mm -hmm. it's like you want feedback like you want people to tell you if you can improve on something because Mm -hmm. you want to get better like I think that's kind of the thing with like any like art form is that like you're constantly striving to do better and so it's like you can achieve that by people giving you honest feedback and so it's like I just think Gabby would value that information but it's like she's not really a writer she's just a person who thinks she can write poetry and has a big enough following that she was able to like sell this book. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it gets to a point where you're like, okay, maybe you need to not be doing this then. Yeah. Like if you can't, if you're not someone who can handle people critiquing what you're putting out, like maybe don't put it out for a little bit. Like maybe you Mm -hmm. need to, maybe you need to deal with that first because like having meltdowns, on Instagram is like not doing it for anyone clearly again we'll get get to that we'll bring that up now (laughs) Gabby moving on speaking of having meltdowns (laughs) Demi Lovato is back at it again um she I like this is such an insane situation that like I don't even know how to like accurately sum up everything that happened but basically she went to get frozen yogurt. <laughs> like, stop me if something is wrong. <laughs> Let me make a timeline. <laughs> went to get frozen yogurt. Saw that they had sugar-free options. Harassed them on Instagram multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, was made to apologize. In the span of, like, a day. <laughs> and then Jamila Jamil got involved. <laughs> Because of, course of course she, she did. did. Were there bees? How many? It keeps changing. Like um, a, a woman's body was under fire. And so she had to get involved. 
she emerged um, from the ground she was yeah. like i weigh something <laughs> um yeah no that's a really good summation of what happened um demi lovato was um personally offended by the fact that sugar-free cookies exist like to the point that she was like writing like black screen instagram stories where she was like this happened here tagging this poor little frozen yogurt shop like this small independent business is getting like harassed by demi lovato who has like i don't even know how many millions of followers on instagram And then, of course, her little followers, like, took to Yelp and started just, like, this poor place. all these negative reviews and, like, one-star reviews of this poor frozen yogurt place. And, like, for because because they have, like, like diet cookies. Like- <laughs> I, yeah, she was, like, posting in her story, tagging them, said things like, you need to do better, and, like, calling them um, diet culture vultures. Yeah. Um, her, her whole, the whole, like her whole mentality behind this was, it was really triggering to her as somebody who has like recovered from an eating disorder to go into a space that had quote unquote diet food. Yeah. Um, the thing is, Demi, like there, people have diabetes. First of all, that's like (laughs) one thing that I keep seeing people bring up. That's like people with um dietary like restrictions for their like health and safety yeah um exist and like maybe they want to so, eat a cookie okay <laughs> so those things do need to exist for them mm-hmm. um I just feel like as a fat woman <laughs> personally I I see diet foods and healthy quote-unquote healthy options mm-hmm. all the time in restaurants grocery stores whatever yeah that has never triggered me upset me in any way what is upsetting is when people push that Mm -hmm. as like you know like the detox teas and stuff like that like if I'm somewhere and I see a detox tea on a shelf I'm not gonna have a meltdown and like tag Loblaws and everything and be like do better but like if there's like people with big platforms like promoting this stuff Mm -hmm. like that is upsetting yeah so it's just like the balance of that I'm having trouble with (laughs) it did feel like such an odd like just an odd thing to call out it's like okay this this one establishment sells some sugar-free cookies um what's the problem (laughs) like again people with like diabetes and like other like health issues that maybe require them to like have a lower sugar intake or like monitor like what they eat could benefit from having yeah foods like that available that's great um but like if Demi is just like truly looking at it from like the diet culture perspective is there are there not bigger fish to fry you know <laughs> like this this is a non-issue like it really like it's not an issue like you can go in you don't have to get the sugar-free cookies. You can get like, full sugar cookies. You're not going to dismantle diet culture by calling out a single frozen yogurt establishment for offering like for just some having them there. Cookies. <laughs> for just having them there. Like it would be different if you went in and you tried to get a sugar cookie and they went, You sure you want a sugar cookie? You like fatty. Fat- 
<laughs> like made pig noises at you or something. Like they just were there in the room. In the room where it happened. In the room where it happened. Well, and then like on her little Instagram tirade, like the <laughs> establishment like like responded back to her, which I was like, good for you guys. Yeah. Um, and they were like, Oh, you know, like we offer like a wide variety <laughs> of We're food. not vultures. <laughs> we're not diet culture vultures. And she was like, Well, that's not all. The service was also terrible. So it's like, okay, so like we're getting that's to the root about. of the issue. <laughs> yeah. So that's what it was about. You like, just happened to see the sugar cookies on your way out. Yeah. And you're like, sugar free, and like, not on I, my watch. I guarantee you, like, this is what I imagine. It's like she went in, probably had like completely normal service, but like they weren't like fawning over her because she was Demi Lovato. Like they were probably just like treating her like a normal customer. And she was like, the service was terrible. And also you're contributing That's to eating it. disorders because you sell sugar-free cookies and you're actually killing people because and anorexia actually vultures. is actually one of the most deadly mental health um, issues. So it's like, Jesus, Demi, like we know. <laughs> There's something like, I. this could be entirely out of left field. Like, I don't know this woman. I've mm. never met her in my life. I will never meet her in my life. I hope you do. <laughs> I'd meet her tomorrow. Um, like, but I just always have had the impression of her that she's one of the people who have like mental illness and use it in a way to be mean to people and have mm. it as an excuse. Like, I just feel like it's like always, there's always something that happens. And then the fallback is always like, well, this has happened to me in my life. Mm-hmm. I just get that vibe and I don't I don't like that and this is like one of those situations where I'm like this was just you having a bit of like a meltdown over something that like wasn't an issue and then falling back on like having real mental health struggles yeah I also just like I guess I don't understand like what she wanted like the the resolution to be yeah like do you are you hoping that like we can you can single-handedly like ban all diet foods? And it's like again, people need sugar-free options for other reasons than dieting. So like, like that's I, <laughs> I don't know. I hate when people like go on these tirades and I'm just like, what were you even hoping to accomplish by doing that? It's like, oh, did that make you feel really good to like bully this like independent small business? Like, <laughs> did they that literally like... have one star now? Like, it's did that awful. do it for you? Like, what, what, like, literally what about, like, all of the other, like, millions of establishments, probably, like, just in LA alone, that, like, (laughs) have, like, various, like, diet options, and it's just, like, again, what about, like, fit tummy tea, and, like, what about, like, the Kardashians that are constantly, like, hawking those products, it's just, like, like, this, this was the squeaky wheel that needed the grease, the fucking big chill frozen yogurt shop. (laughs) That had dared have a package of sugar-free cookies. I just, like, I don't know. I don't get it. It's just, like, I think, like, you and I can, like, both relate to having, like, complicated relationships with food in the past and, like, mm, like, certainly, like, verging on disordered eating, if not, like, fully in that territory. But it's just, like, it's not like I'm triggered if I see, like, a rice cake, you know? No. In fact, I love rice cakes. (laughs) In fact, you make a bomb rice cake I do I love a good rice cake snack but it's just like I I don't I don't know like no exist it's just like fuel also for like people who already 
are like, oh, people get triggered by everything. Like, it's just something where it's like, well, of course, this is going to be a big story now because mm. it's Demi Lovato. And people are just going to consistently use this to be like, oh, we're supposed to cater to every single person all the time. And it's like, it's like that's literally what that things. frozen yogurt place was doing first. Yes. <laughs> like, they were literally just providing options and you got mad because there were options like you don't have to get it you don't have to get it this is like this is like the equivalent of like somebody with like a like a gluten intolerance like going somewhere and being offended that they have like things with gluten in them literally though that's like me as like a lactose intolerant person or like a lactose whatever I am going (laughs) and being like upset that like ice cream exists yeah like being upset like dairy don't don't have it like a vegetarian going into chipotle being like i see you have tofu but you also have steak and then losing it like Like, just don't get it i could like i don't know like nothing would have warranted the reaction that she gave going on this like instagram tirade like it would be different if this place like literally only had like diet options and it's like okay that's like a little sus you still don't need to harass them on like instagram but like like, go to a different place go somewhere else go to like a dairy queen or something like you'll be fine but you know it's like this place like clearly had a wide variety of options and like you can just get the one that you want demi it's It's just like very embarrassing it was just a lot and then she posted an apology and it was just like we don't need this either like just you should just not said anything that would have been better because like at that point like the damage has been done you know it's like people have already ruined this establishment's reputation online and like given them like horrible reviews and it's just like just because you apologize now doesn't mean that like everyone's gonna go back and be like oh like I'll delete my review or I'll give them a five-star review it's just like the damage has been done like this business has now been like ruined because like literally like harassed like if anything she should like be donating to this business to like make up for like the loss she should buy them more sugar-free cookies oh jesus demi it was just a lot (laughs) it was too much it was the most it could possibly be oh god Speaking of the most it could possibly be, mm. do we want to get into TikTok's obsession with the term midsize? Yes, that was what I had on my list to talk about this week. Because, wow. <laughs> so, I let me start by, like, just talking about, like, my experience with this nonsense. So, like, I learned the term midsize, like, maybe a year or so ago. And I, because I, like, followed, like, a couple of, like, YouTubers who, like, classified themselves as midsize and I was like oh I've never heard that terminology before that's kind of interesting and it's like there are people who are maybe like a size 14 size 16 you know and so it's like whatever it's like oh interesting terminology never heard that before whatever followed a couple of them and then like all of a sudden in the last few weeks there's been like this explosion on TikTok of women reclaiming (laughs) the term midsize but they seem to think that midsize means medium yeah no very much that very much that it's gotten to a point 
where I see midsize in like a caption and I gotta keep going. I can't yeah. start to watch it because no, there have been so many videos where I have to do like not interested. Yeah. Because I'm like, if it is some woman who's a size six proclaiming that she's midsize, I'm like, no, baby, we have to no. we have to keep it moving. <laughs> like the term midsize is literally referencing that it's between straight sizes and plus sizes. So some stores go up to a size 10, mm-hmm. and the biggest sometimes they'll have is a 12. 12 so yeah. that's mid-size. 12 to 16, yeah. I would say, is mid-size. Because some stores in their regular section will go up to 14 or 16. Mm-hmm. Or but even most places like- don't. Yeah, or even, like, even if they only go up to, like, a 12 or something, sometimes, like, you know, stuff that, like, fits oversized, like, somebody who's, like, a 14 or 16 could, like, get it because it, it. like, still fits. But, yeah, it's, like, (laughs) if you're, like, a size 6 or a size 8, like, you're not, you're not mid-size, babe. Like, I don't know how to break it to you. (laughs) I've seen so many people talk about being mid-size now, and it's, like, people that we know, too, that... (laughs) I have seen in person and have put their size in the caption of what they're talking about that they're mid-size and it's like six is not mid-size no. like if that's middle of the straight sizes sure like, you're literally still a single digit size and you're like I'm mid-size and they have that in every store <laughs> like there's not a store you could walk into that would be like mm, we don't have a size six literally though it's the, the obsession with it on TikTok right now is really overwhelming because it's, like, there are, like, a lot of, like, really cool, like, mid-size, like, TikTokers or, like, yeah. influencers that I follow. And I'm, like, I want to see your content. Like, I follow you for a reason. I don't want to see some, like, size six lady who, you know, has I don't, curves. <laughs> Literally, though, it's just, like, people who are, like have like curvy proportions but are still like size six it's like women they're like don't have a thigh gap and they're like I'm mid-size it's like no you just have thighs like I really I but it's 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 too much now it's It's insane because it's like this hashtag has been like overtaken by like thin white women who still very much like fit into like the conventionally attractive conventionally thin molds that we have like put on a pedestal for yep. like what women should be and it's, it's literally just, like, like skinny blonde hair blue-eyed conventionally attractive people with like hips and a butt being like literally. mid-sized queen and it's just like you're you are literally not revolutionary in any way <laughs> no no and it was like the I think I saved the video or I saved a video talking about it maybe I'll post on like our podcast Instagram stories or something yeah but talking about like why do you want to like categorize yourself as this thing like but like you want to categorize yourself as midsize which is like you're like I'm not straight size but I'm also not plus like (laughs) let's get one thing right like because that's the thing like I feel like midsize I feel like was kind of originally a term because like the word fat is like obviously like open to interpretation you know and it's just like that can mean a lot of different sizes 
Mm-hmm. And so I think like midsize was kind of a way for like smaller fats to like identify themselves yeah. because it's just like it's like a range, right? And so and it's sometimes just, like, you're not plus size. Like sometimes you're just like not plus size in other times. It's like, well, and it's like be. if you're like literally midsize, like literally between like a size 12 and a 16, yeah. it's just like yeah, you might experience like a bit of fat phobia or whatever, but it's just like you're you still have like a lot of privilege compared to somebody who's like a size 20 or 22 or 24 yeah. or 20, like whatever. It's just yeah. like obviously like as you as those numbers get larger like the level of privilege like drops significantly and so it's just like it's so frustrating to see these women who are by all definitions then yeah go on tiktok in their bikinis and be like i'm so brave (laughs) it's like you're like there's not there's nothing there like you said that's like radical or like revolutionary it's just like yeah, you look like what's socially acceptable for you to look like, and you can get clothes in your size. That's, I'm really glad that you're taking this body positivity movement for yourself. <laughs> you're who needed it the most. You thin white woman <laughs> with conventionally attractive features. Yeah, like thin, able bodied, cis white women. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you really. Oh, you got him. Really subverting everything here. You showed us. <laughs> It's so ridiculous and it's just like it's so upsetting because obviously it's like people like use these hashtags for a reason and it's just like you're just like suppressing people's content who like legitimately are mid-sized or whatever and it's and like you're just like putting your like size six body on my for you page. I'm like I don't care. That's the thing though because like I feel like at the beginning like when we first (laughs) jumped into TikTok (laughs) before the storm Mm -hmm. um when we first joined TikTok, I feel like a lot of the, like, body positivity or, like, people talking about being fat, like, accounts that I saw were, like, actual fat people. Mm-hmm. And, like, when it was, like, come thrift with, like, a fat person, it was, like, actually a fat a person, fat person <laughs> finding clothes for actual fat people. Mm. And now the same hashtags and everything like that it's just someone who's a size six like you yeah. said doing those same things be like come shop with me like a mid-size person and it's like ta- hashtag fat phobia and it's like what what like what is happening oh god it also like real quick I just want to touch on that video that was like going like very viral on TikTok with the girl who like I like listen like I get that like body dysmorphia is a real thing but like she was like is this normal normal and because like she was sitting down in a pair of like really tight high-waisted jeans and like obviously like the way bodies work like there was like some some spillage over the top and like I like I just I feel badly because I never want to, like, negate somebody's experience Mm -hmm. of, like, dysmorphia or, like, feeling insecure. But, like, babe, like, do you not realize that, like, some people, like, have that all the time? Yeah. You know? Like, sometimes, like, it's not just, like, oh, when I sit down, there's, like, a little roll. It's, like, that exists all the time. (laughs) That's just there. Yeah, there was, like, I don't know if I sent it to you. I think I did. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, a girl talking about that too like talking about that video and it's like what you're saying is like is that normal you know it's normal for fat people but what you're normal is you're saying like 
thin people. You're like, do thin, attractive people have this? Because I know fat people have it, but I don't want to be lumped with them. Mm -hmm. So, like, is this normal? Like, yeah, yeah. it is for some people. (laughs) And I can't remember if it was on that video or, like, another one that, like, we sent back and forth. But it's, like, the idea that, like, fat, like, body dysmorphia is, like, rooted in fat phobia. Yes, And so it's, like, I get it. Like, I get that that can be a very real thing for some people. And it's, like, I know that everyone struggles to a certain extent with, like, their body. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, that's rooted in a fear of being perceived or being fat. That's the thing that really gets on my nerves. Because I just feel like I have compassion for people who are, like, going through things like that. And I understand that it's very real and not something that you can, like, always control. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, if your biggest fear is to look exactly like me, there's a line that has to be drawn. (laughs) Like, there's a, okay, you're now being a bad person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I understand that there's an illness and there's a perception of yourself that's different than Mm -hmm. how you're actually seen by other people. But still, at the end of the day, you're scared of looking the way I look and you think it's gross and you want me to coddle you in that. Yes. You want me to be like, no, it's okay. You don't look like me. You'll never look like me because I'm disgusting. Like, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. And I don't think the people of TikTok who are fat need to do that to like coddle people's feelings. No, it was funny because like I saw that video initially and like somebody was stitching it and it was somebody who was like being like very encouraging and, you know, like offering like some really like nice words. And I was like, oh, that's like sweet. Like, I get it. You know, we all like moments where we like feel shitty about our bodies and like it's nice that this person was like being compassionate but like the like video itself I was kind of like okay like really babe like you don't know if it's normal to have like some like fat hanging like I was like a little bit like confused and then I saw more like actual like fat people reacting to it and being like this is problematic and here's why (laughs) well it's like as tumblr veterans um, ourselves (laughs) I we lived through the very like pro Anna <laughs> Tumblr accounts mm-hmm. like we that is that was our youth that's what we were seeing every day eating disorders and it's very much getting like that on TikTok yeah. but trying to make it um seem like empowering mm-hmm. it's like let me fully body check right now but I'm pretending that I like need feedback on something yeah but it's like actually just look like when I do this that you can see certain things prominent like my rib cage or like it's getting very body checky on on TikTok right now and like that's that's not the environment I want to be in that's (laughs) problematic (laughs) that is problematic oh the mid-sized thing has just been driving me absolutely bonkers just yeah it's 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 a lot related but unrelated at the same time Mm -hmm. but speaking of like being fat and all that the jack black discourse right now, girl actually i'm so glad you brought that up (laughs) also driving me bonkers (laughs) um people are really struggling with being attracted to jack black 
It's like it's insane. They're having something. It's insane to watch this happen in real time yeah. where people are like, oh my God, I'm attracted to a fat man. Yeah. And like, it's like, yeah, you are because he's attractive. It's like what you've never like, experienced this before. <laughs> watch the holiday. Like, Get it together. Yeah, like honestly, if you weren't like when did that come out when we were like 11 if you weren't 11 years old like seeing the holiday in theaters and being like i'm feeling some type of way for jack black yes he is grow up like this is a revelation we had when we were like in middle school like Like, move on (laughs) move on get with the winning team he's been hot i also like i am happy that like that clip from school of rock has been recirculating where he's talking to um I can't think of her character's name, yeah. but you know, the girl who's like a little, a Chunky. little, a little curvier than the rest of the yeah. kids. And he's just like, you can, you can be chubby and also attractive. <laughs> yeah. And also I just like to eat. And it's like, <laughs> and that is taking Twitter by storm. People I mean, like, have lost their minds. It really is like quite revolutionary. It Especially is. like when you think about like when that movie came out. And like, the other <laughs> movies he was in around that time. <laughs> Hello, hell. Hello, hell. <laughs> Pour one out. Um, like it well, is. Like that is an important clip, mm-hmm. but people are like, like, he is hot, and I'll say it, and I'll be brave, and it's like you're not being brave. No, like, it was like the the tweet that I sent you yesterday, where it's just like everybody's just like, hmm, he's actually quite charming despite, despite his affliction. <laughs> That's literally it, though. <laughs> it's like, I find him attractive, which couldn't make sense because he's fat. And it's like, okay. People really, I think like... you just think he's attractive. People really tell on themselves every day on that goddamn app. I'm like... I just... You wow. didn't You didn't need to say anything. You could have been just like, yeah, I'd fuck Jack Black. <laughs> I just, like, like, okay, I see it. I support you in that journey. Like, it's so weird to be like, well, I guess, I mean, despite the fact that he is, how you say, fat, he's, I he's guess you could say fat? he is kind of charming. And like, I don't know, maybe some might think he's attractive. I don't, would would you think he's attractive? I don't, would you say? I don't, I don't want to like overstep, but I think it's because like, he's very confident in himself. And even though he's so horribly disgusting, he thinks he's hot and then that makes him hot it's like no it's you just like the think he's hot it's the excuses people will make just to say that they find like a fat person attractive yeah. it's just like oh i wish i had that confidence you look amazing no she just looks amazing <laughs> just leave it alone <laughs> I'm just like it it makes me like I want to hysterically laugh and scream because it's like you just think a person is attractive and you're trying to make it some like oh god crazy revolutionary thing that you think someone's attractive it's It's, like yeah babe I don't know people find people attractive the hoops that they jump through to like make these statements like it's okay like you can just think that someone's attractive like there's people have different taste you know like you can find someone attractive and then someone else be like ooh, not for me that's life yeah that's life babe (laughs) if jack black happens to be someone you find attractive that's because he's attractive to you (laughs) like it doesn't have to be 
it doesn't have to be this big like powerful it's because he's so charismatic despite <laughs> him being fat it's like oh so my God. charismatic so confident so charming and in what what does he have to be confident about <laughs> like that's what you're saying <laughs> that's what you're saying to us it's truly been just like an insane an insane week on twitter with the jack black discourse <laughs> Just shut up. Just shut up and be attracted to Jack Black. Like it doesn't. It just stop. Shut up and be attracted to Jack Black. <laughs> that really is. That's the takeaway. Honestly, like, just, what more can we say about God. it? Also, sugar-free options have to exist. Those are the two takeaways. Oh my God! Wow. It's really, truly, been a nightmare on twitter with the jack black of it all oh God, i know <laughs> just every day there's a new take <laughs> on why he's attractive it's like you just think he is that's okay people are like no i couldn't possibly admit that they're like here's my thesis on why i personally think he's hot in this one movie <laughs> it's like okay despite his horrendous <laughs> body <laughs> Like, I have no business being attracted to someone so gross. It must be black magic. Jack black, black magic. magic. <laughs> uh, oh, head. Oh. What a time. These people <laughs> simply are too much. No, Twitter out here constantly doing the most. When they should be doing the least possible. That would be nice. Just once. <laughs> One time. One time. Is there anything else going on? Um, I think we covered some really good ground on this I week's episode. We and I feel like it really together. it flowed really well from one topic to another. Absolutely. We're ready. We're ready wow. to go. Well, we are professional podcasters, <laughs> so that goes without saying. Um, in the meantime, don't forget to follow us on all our social media channels. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at HonestlyPod, Facebook.com yes. <laughs> slash HonestlyPod. We have a website, which is the HonestlyPodcast.Wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home. It will lead you nowhere. You can email us at TheHonestlyPodcast at gmail.com. Hell yeah. Drop us a line. Tell us if you find Jack Black attractive. And Send why? us your thesis <laughs> on you why. You have to provide three reasons. <laughs> a full five paragraph essay. Yeah. Three body paragraphs and opening Compliment sandwich him. Yeah, please. compliment sandwich him. He's charming. He's, He's gross. Fat. But he is confident. Um, no, we stand Jack Black on this podcast. We do. Um... Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. We're on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Potable, Pocket Casts. Other places? Other places. Who knows? Who's to say? Um, If you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, which we would very much appreciate, um, (laughs) don't forget to send us a screenshot of the review and we'll send you some truly limited edition Honestly Bod stickers. With our cute little faces on it. Who wouldn't want that? Our little cartoon selves. They're adorable. They really are limited edition. Get them while they're hot. 
And they're um, scorching. They are <laughs> scorching. Scorching. Um, Is that it? Oh, we have merch. We have merch, oh, merch for Perch. I knew I was forgetting something. We have merch for Perch. You can go to honestlypod.threadless.com or you can go to our aforementioned website and click on the little merch tab. Check it out. Yeah. Look Cute at our goods. <laughs> we have lots and we're peddling them. We are peddling the way. Take wares. a look at these goods. Take a look at these goods. You're absolutely right. Um, Is that it? That's all. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. Honestly is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media forward slash podcasts.